everybody, Jim and Jane Weisfitch here. It's another Art Radio Vice Online podcast. Today's podcast features the godfather of the Tea Party in Connecticut, Bob McGuffey. Bob's going to join us and talk about America's never-ending march toward World War III. That will never end. And why it's unconstitutional. And then Don Pesci will join us talk about the Democrats' quandary, quandary between Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. The majority of Democrats do not want Joe Biden to run again for president of the United States. But they don't want Kamala Harris either. We have a great soundbite on that from Andrew Mitchell at MSNBC. That's coming up. But first, we'll go to Bob McGuffey. Uh, at 410. Or, or earlier, he said he'll, he'll be standing by. I talked to him earlier. Okay. I, I can't share. So if you give me a second. Yeah, I will give you a second. If anybody else can share, if you can see this. Oh, look at my knees. Oh, my God. Can you share instead? Of yeah, no, look at her. Okay, here is... Uh, there are anti-war protesters heckling Joe Biden. I can't hear it through the headphones. All right, somebody needs to come over here and fix it. There we go. President Biden. There we go. I hate to bother you. We need to end this war in Ukraine. We need to push the negotiations. I hate to bother you, but people are dying. I hate to bother you, but people are dying. I've never heard no, a protester no. say, I hate to bother people you. People are dying. You forget that part. Duh. So Biden is already facing anti-war protesters. When Bob McGuffey comes on, he'll tell you why it's marched toward World War III. It's insanity. I can't share. That stinks. Yep. If you're out there and you can share, that would be wonderful. Can you see? Can you see? I can't see nothing. So you can't see even online if you go to no, Radio No, I cannot. I'm go going. to Radio Vice Online. Stop it. Don't tell me to stop it. Go to, I'm telling you to go stop to it. Vice I'm telling you to stop it. I do not like to be linked to your thing. No, I cannot share. Sorry. Oh, there's the balloon right there. Totally not spying. <laughs> Jim, I can't. It's loading. It was loading before you moved it. It was not. Floating right there. Where? There in that area. Doing what? That's it. Trying to get the no. signal, I guess. Can you go to radioadviceonline.com? I am. I don't know. I just said what? you shared the videos. What? I was just notified that you shared my video. I don't know how. Um... And Angela is, is actually waiting for a reply. She's watching. 
Well, she's waiting for a reply from last week, probably, and it's still searching. Our internet sucks. I don't like watching your boobs. Not very attractive. They're okay, but I don't like watching them. No, I, I, everything is messed up since somehow you invaded my... I didn't my, invade You it. invaded my Facebook. I didn't invade your Facebook. Yes, you did. Well, I was never on your, your, face, your, your Facebook page. How could I do it? Uh, you are brilliant, I guess. Okay, you're shared. Thank okay, you. are you happy? I'm very happy. Okay, great. I'm very happy that I was able to 410. share. Well, Just about 410. I can call him anyway. Let me tell you who Bob McGuffey is first. He initially wrote a pamphlet that told people, I'll let him tell you actually, told people how to uh, I can't share disrupt to a group. A town meeting. That Eventually that became, the left got a hold of that and said that disrupting, disrupting town hall meetings by Congress people was the uh, target of Tea Party uh, guru, breathe. Bob McGuffey. Breathe. Let's go to Bob. Take a breath. Say. Yes, I know people I'm bitching, but he needs to know better. I You have no groups on this, and I can't go to my... Ooh, I hate this. Bob, Bob, it's Jim and Jane Weisfitch. How are you? All right, I'm good. Hi, Mr. McGuffey. Bobby, How are you? I'm Bob. Bob. <laughs> Bob, let's explain something here. I want to explain to the audience your role in the Tea Party because it became a national role, and you were hounded by the press over this. The left really took off on it. You wrote a pamphlet, is that correct? Is that how it all yeah, got wrote- started? Yeah, I wrote a political action memo telling uh, folks to go down to their town halls and challenge their uh, elected federal representatives. Uh, get them to tell tell some truths. Um, are you the original teabagger? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I'm according sorry. to according to Malloy, <laughs> I am. Yeah, according to Malloy, he's the original one. Yeah. All right. So, um, so how how much did you challenge them? A lot. Oh well, I. Yeah. Are we on again now? Or? Yeah, we're on right now. Okay. Now, what I did was, um, what I did was, uh, I organized uh, uh, a couple dozen um, Tea Party people in the spring of '09. You know, Obama's first six months and Jim Himes' first six months, and we went down to Jim Himes' town hall to see how he was going to present. They had just, they had just passed that stimulus bill of a almost a trillion dollars and then an omnibus spending bill. I, I think they, they were two and a half trillion in debt um, in the first five months of 2009. And so we said, let's see, go down here and see how he explains this. And it was awful. It was all a platitude. It was all a misdirection and everything else. So we challenged him. We didn't take it. And it was uh, videoed and, uh, and we really put him on the spot. So I wrote it up in a political action memo as to how you go down there and get him, 
you know, pin him down, make him tell some truths. Um, and then I sent it into, um, into uh, Tea Party Patriots and it got posted on a public posting and the whole national press got a hold of it. And, um, how, and many it trillions, how many trillions? How many trillions? I'm going to be a copycat right now because there is a comedian that says the trillion is what I normally put on my check when I put it, when I bring it to the bank. Yeah. Well, um, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we, before that period of time, we didn't used to hear the word trillion. We really didn't. Now they throw it around like nothing. Yeah. It was two and a half. It was about two and a half trillion in the spring of 09. It was a trillion. Uh, stim- so-called stimulus, we called it the porculus bill. Then they did an omnibus bill, and then they did some other. They did some other thing. It was before the health. It was the year before health care, but they they did um, they did another spending package. And so by the end of May, they had already racked up two and a half trillion in new debt. We, you know, we we do math, and we were shocked. You know. And so anyway, wait, wait a second. The bottom line here is that. Uh, the left continually blamed Bob McGuffey for starting this whole Tea Party movement. You were the reason for it, Bob. They blamed you. Without you, there was no Tea Party movement, according to these people, according to the people on the left. So Bob was yeah, blamed no, for everything. They, I was no. They, they just blamed the town halls on me. <laughs> and, you know, they they were showing on TV people people yelling at their congressmen and and standing up in their faces and everything, and they said, oh, um, this guy started all this. Get, can, you know, get, I, said, get, I just said to them, it's Bob democracy in action. <laughs> Bob, can you hear my voice? Yes. My, my my vocal cords are ripped because I've been screaming at everybody that you, I can scream at. Um, Board of Education, the Governor's Office, the White House, and then the uh, Pentagon. Pentagon was closed when the balloon was flowing over. So, you know. Jane is one of those moms that invaded the uh, school board meetings. Well, they're all good targets. I am domestic terrorist. I'm not a mom. I'm a birthing unit and domestic terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you're the modern terrorist. I mean, you stand up for your rights and maybe you don't want your children sexualized in grammar school. Oh, my God. You had yeah. no idea. Yeah, um, the, 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 the other thing was, um, take you off of the topic for a second. Um, my phone call to the school was, there are no China, day, China days. You're not going to celebrate China days with my children. And there are no Russia days. That was, what, two years ago? Yeah, Glastonbury you, School. You so are going to, not going to have my children. They were going children. to have a China day and a Russia day. Yeah, why not? Not happening. It's not it's, happening. It's open, it's open field day, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no. And if, if you don't know, Jane, she defected from a communist Czechoslovakia when she was, Freedom. how old were you? 19. When you defected, you were 19 yeah. when you defected. Yeah, but- I read her book. <laughs> oh, you did? I'm sorry. I did. I did. <laughs> I I was trying to do the uh, audio book, but I I've been screaming too much at everybody else. I can't. My vocal cords, like I said, are shot. Oh, well, um, we got to get the Bob's article. <laughs> Bob, you've written a great article. It's called "Do We Get a Vote on World War Three? Would you explain the premise? Oh behind no. That? Yeah. Well, um, you know, it's like it's like, hey, don't we get a vote on this? You know, I. <laughs> I mean, everybody's out there. This is um, 
you know, incrementally, the language has shifted so that you could talk about nuclear war like it's nothing now. And, and both sides are, are, are putting it in the vocabulary. And um, what, you know, we're, we're $110 billion in, in money and arms we've sent to Ukraine in a year. Some, some people who have really looked closely at it think it's closer to about 180 or 90 billion. But at any rate, we've sent uh, long range rockets, um, you know, long range artillery, air defense, armor, javelin, anti tank weapons, all this stuff we sent over there. And, um, you, know, the, the, you know, the Ukraine, Ukrainian def- defense minister wants more. And we have people on our side. Um, I, I couldn't get a straight quote out of anybody in official power in the White House, but um, a commanding, the former commanding general of the U.S. Army in Europe, Ben Hodges, said that he thought it was a good idea that we that the U.S. should help take back Crimea. Mr. McGuffey, Mr. McGuffey, yeah. first of all, follow the money. Right. Follow the well, money. Sure. And yeah. and then it's all intertwined uh, with how it's going. With, uh, with this let me play a soundbite for you and get you to comment on this. This is Joe Biden when he was in the Ukraine. Remember, he was marching through the Ukraine like a hero. Well, who took the uh, defense? The let me play this one who more time. Who took the defense off of Poland? Go ahead. Hey, let play. me play this, please. The Americans stand with you, and the world stands with you. Yeah. Kiev has captured a part of my heart, I must say. Kiev has captured a part of his heart. Apparently not like he's Palestine, Ohio, yeah. that didn't capture a piece of his heart. But Kiev is down. Well, he's, he's, he's gone from, Jim, he, this man has gone from a laughing stock over the decades, and um, I actually remember when he got elected in, uh, to the Senate in 72, he was only 29 years old. He has gone from a laughing stock over the decades to the, the most dangerous um, man to occupy the Oval Office. Um, and and this, this, this is bad. And the, the, the deep state, the State Department, Victoria Newland, back in 14, they, they organized and they instigated a coup against uh, a duly elected government in Ukraine, which ended up being Russian-leaning. Well, that's their business. And these people play this like a chess exactly. game. And, and, and they brought this about. They, they did a regime change there to get a Western-leaning uh, government s- set up because that's what they wanted. Putin knows this. Um, <laughs> This is this is unbelievable, and they ignore the fact that this was done on his doorstep. That country has been a buffer for Russia uh, for centuries. We have no business uh, getting concerned about the uh, border between Russia and Ukraine. We have NATO, and we have NATO countries. That's where the line is. And if we were playing this wisely, we would be beefing up on the NATO side of Estonia, Lithuania, Latvia, and uh, so we spend a billion other. dollars on Ukraine's border, but we can't spend a dime on our border. Yeah, yeah. There, there's so many angles to this, but but Joe Biden has gone from a gone from a laughing stock to a a demented president to an outright 
dangerous man. And, um, you know, where I quote my article is, is Medvedev, who was the president of, of Russia for a while, um, uh, 10, 12 years ago. And, and he, he said that no, that, uh, that no, um, uh, nuclear armed, uh, country has ever lost a conventional war and this will not be the first and this could end in dust. And then you have guys on our side saying we should help. We should help the Ukrainians take back Crimea. Now there's a you know the, the, the nuclear option is laying on the table um, by the Russians and um, probably. Oh, Bob, Bob, are we right. headed toward World War Three? Well, I, we could be in it. We don't know. We don't know. The dominoes start to fall, but. Uh, the instigating act to me would be if if our side is foolish enough to encourage the Ukrainians to try to take back Crimea. Uh, the odds of Putin, if he cannot hold it conventionally, of throwing a nuke there, are, are, are better than 50-50, I would think. He will see that as an untenable threat. And I, I just can't believe it's being said out there. So I wrote the article, and I said, don't we get a vote on it? We voted, they voted, the, the, Senate, the Senate voted on... Uh, the House voted on uh, the Gulf War in 91, and they voted on Afghanistan in 01, and they voted on uh, on uh, Iraq in Bob, 03. Trick question. What happened in uh, Chernobyl? What happened in Chernobyl? Uh-huh. Uh, other than the nuclear uh, plant melting down? A, yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah. I didn't realize, I didn't even realize until like um, two years ago, Maybe not even um, that it was in. Um, it was in. Um, it was not in Russia. It was in. Um, Ukra- it was in Ukraine. It's in Ukraine. It was. Ukraine. I, I did not know that. And we were. Nah. We were frightened. We were when I was growing up. It was uh, what nineteen eighty three. I think we were frightened that you American bastards were going to bomb us. <laughs> that you did it. That you did it. They were told by the Russians in Czech that it was the Americans that melted down Chernobyl. Yeah, it was. Well, it's uh, you know, the, the the propaganda is amazing. Propaganda, it's, yeah, I know. It's, and what we, I was, you know, I used to follow all this stuff in the seventies and eighties, and we're yeah, I probed and everything else, and I look at what they tell their people, and I say, oh my god, they're so cloistered over there that they believe this. Stuff. We're getting the same jazz now. Yeah, yeah, you are. We are. We are. We absolutely yeah. are. They're brainwashing the kids at school now they want to um the governor of um the governor of connecticut i should say because that's what i like to call him he wants the kids to um get the shots he wants to get the jab as they call it um the um what is what is the um what what is the um vaccination vaccination what is it called the the, for the COVID. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, they will not yeah. be able to go to school. You know what? Then I want my money back, and I want to send my kids somewhere else. I, how do I do that? Yeah. But, yeah. But, well, it has to be resisted, um, really. They, they want that. He wants that emergency powers, and um, it's well, well past uh, necessary. At this Bob, point. They me, don't want to let go of that. Let me play a soundbite from Fox News for you and get you to comment on it. These are two residents of East Palestine. And we were talking to Bob McGuffey. These are two residents of East Palestine, Ohio. We're talking to Bob McGuffey, 
who conservative columnist and also considered the godfather of the Tea Party movie. The teabagger. <laughs> anyway, here's the soundbite from Fox News, Bob. President being in U Ukraine today, you know, did that surprise you? Absolutely. That was the biggest slap in the face. That tells you right now he doesn't care about us. I found that out this morning in one of the briefings that he was in the Ukraine giving millions of dollars away to people over there, not to us. And I'm furious. Those are two residents of East Palestine. Yeah. And they heard that President Biden was in Ukraine, but wouldn't come to East Palestine, Ohio. So I don't think yeah. this stuff doesn't go unnoticed. But you got to play the box. Yeah. Uh, well, you play know, the box. It, it, what's that? No, he has he has to play it. Play what? The box. What box? The box. Lock box. Why? The lock box because they're paying money to illegal aliens. They're paying so money. Bob, I want Bob to come all over the place. Like, okay, I'll, Bob, I'll, go ahead, please. Go ahead. Well, I'm I, sorry. I, you know he. He, he should have been, if he wanted to go to Ukraine, he should have been able to because he would have already gone to East Palestine uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, their disdain and their, and, and their, and of, of the people is unbelievable. Um, mm -hmm. Even if you don't want to go, you, you go, you show up at something like that. But, but uh, that thing's a catastrophe, go, you know. But instead he gover says, government got its fingers all over it. And, um, you know, I think, the, the truth will come out in this thing because uh, they, they don't have a, they don't have an ability to hide this one. It, it's going to come out. They'll, they'll they'll bore in and find out who made that decision. They're trying to hang it on the on the fire chief of that town and how ridiculous that is. Um, but you know what they did? They I, you know people don't understand. I was in the fire protection business. I was in insurance. Those tankers, if they get heated up, it's called a a blevy, boiling liquid expanding vapor. Those things will blow. So they had to vent them. They had to cool them. Uh, that's they had to do that. They had had to uh, get the pressure out of them. But uh, and maybe they had to in a hurry. They had to pour them into a ditch. But the idea of lighting that stuff up is off the charts. I have no idea how they thought they could get away with it or how that it was supposed to be positive. The most cynical thing I heard was that if they lit it up and got it the heck out of there, they were hoping they would not get that place declared a Superfund site and that the railroad would not have to go into the, the, the large amount of money put in for a Superfund site. So they thought they could burn it off. So what? People, so it, it didn't. It's, it's off the charts what they so did, did there. So it did not flip over. It was it was overheated, like you just said. I well, don't, they they all the tank cars wrecked, and what happens if a, the fire starts? It boils the liquid inside those tank cars, and it puts so much pressure on the end they blow, and the whole tank car will go flying across the landscape. It, it, it could, you know, that's what happens. So they needed to vent them. And get liquid out. Now, I don't know if they had to get it out of all of them, but they ended up digging the ditch. All right, that's bad enough. But to light it on fire in the midst of all those people without evacuating the place? Hey, but, so that fire was on purpose. Well, can I say they do it to our, our military all the time, don't they? The fire yeah, well, pits, yeah, in, yeah. in, in uh, Iraq. It's, this thing's a catastrophe. It's man-made catastrophe. And... Uh, 
Bob, I, I think the facts will largely come out on it. Bob, apparently it's not just Ukraine that's driving us to World War III. Let me play this soundbite for you. This is Joe Biden speaking to the press. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Yes. He doesn't know you where are. it is. <laughs> that's a commitment we made. That's a commitment we made. We are not. Look, here's the situation. We agree with a one-China policy. We signed on to it, and all the attendant agreements made from there. But the idea that that it can be taken by force, just taken by force, is just not is just not appropriate. It's not appropriate to take Taiwan by force. Can you imagine going yeah. to to China and saying, "Look, taking Taiwan is not appropriate." Well. They, they need to be discouraged from doing that. Our national interest, unfortunately, because our elite shipped all our factories out of here. And we're, this nation is so dependent on the chips made in Taiwan, it's off the charts. If, if, if the Chinese cross the straits and go to Taiwan, the first thing you want to do is go down and buy a new refrigerator and secure a new car. Because that's where those chips are made and it, they'll be gone for an unknown period of time. We have a national interest in, in Taiwan, unfortunately. What should we be doing now is, is there should be close coordination with the, with the inner islands uh, that hem China in down there. It's, it's a pretty sophisticated military strategy, but that's, that's what should be done, and the Chinese should be discouraged from a, attempting to take Taiwan. Instead, we're fooling around in Russia and Ukraine expending our military resources so we'll be thinner in the fight where we may actually have to engage in Taiwan. These, these people are so inept. I mean, they're like junior Bob, high schoolers. Bob, <laughs> discouraged. Um, did you ever see their military parades? The Chinese? Um, any, the Chinese, the Russians, uh, the, yeah. the North Korea, all their yep. parades. Have you ever seen them? I Over here, the goose, goose it, was, all the time. <laughs> it was being discussed. It was being discussed during the uh, presidency of uh, Mr. Trump. And it was being, people were worried about ripping the roads. No, you show them what you have between you know where. You show them what you got. You show them the same thing that they're trying to show us. Um, I don't know why, why people were worried about stupid crap. The roads are ripped anyways. Might as well just destroy them. Get the oh, tanks. They're afraid of the roads. The tanks get the tanks on the road. a road. Get the tanks on the road and show us what we have. Well, and show the well, world what we have. Yeah. Well, uh, I know, know it sounds. I know it's. Everybody, listen, all these military know, know pretty much what the other guys got. But, um, but we, they're stealing, they're do, stealing we, from listen, us. The, the bottom line is we have a national leadership that is not leading in the best interests of the United States of America. We have Hard a president believe. that doesn't know he's a president. No, no and, and his, interests, his interests are in our decline. He's corrupted personally in both Ukraine and China. Yeah. He has personal interests. And he's Russia. got personal interests there. It's all laid out in, his, in their own laptop. And um, so we, we are in very, very dangerous territory. It's hard to believe we are in, in this I'm going to say it again. He's the only president that can, or the person that can trip up the stairs. Have you seen it? He's done it again. Yeah, yeah. It oh, well. happened again today, Bob. He tripped up the yeah, stairs. He, did he do it again? Yep. Yeah, yeah he did. Again. 
pathetic. Pathetic. It's it's awful. I feel bad for well, him. He's not the president. It's a team behind him. <laughs> Obama's calling a lot of these shots. Susan writes, right? Anita Dunn, Samantha Powers, Podesta. These are the people calling the the shots. It's their um, it's their strategy. They're largely Marxists. Uh, they certainly they believe. In, in the managed decline of the United States, they think that they're going to save themselves and their class as, as um, uh, the great United States goes down and China rises. And that's what we're facing. And we may as well say it out loud and challenge the, you know, these, these politicians wherever we can and expose them because Mi- that's their mindset. Mr. McGuffey? Yes. You are the best. Mr. McGuffey, yeah, the, the phone. Just announce who he is. Uh, oh, just wait. <laughs> We're talking with libertarian columnist Bob McGuffey, considered to be the godfather of the American Tea Party. <laughs> call it what I call it. <laughs> no, just the Connecticut Tea Party. <laughs> now you've expanded. Bob, to do that on the radio. Listen to this. Bob, Jane is right. He doesn't know he's president. Listen to this soundbite. Let me get your comment. It's very famous. Well, folks, uh, you know, you don't have to stand. Every time I hear hail to the chief, wonder, where the hell is he? <laughs> Took me a long while. <laughs> you think I'm joking? I'm not. Turn around and where, where's, where's the president? He's That's, talking to Kamala. He doesn't know he's, he, he, he's president. He, he, he has no idea. Anyways, you know, we... Yes, sir. We couldn't we couldn't handle a man like that. We couldn't sustain a man like that in good times. Um, it's outright dangerous. And 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 the Chinese and the Russians will will never have a better window of opportunity. Unfortunately, you know, there's tw- there's twenty months to go to the next election. All right. Um, I gotta go God there. Knows what I, ga- do. I, I gotta go there before I let you go. Do you remember? Did you see him being in China and being reprimanded about? The um, America being, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, we don't like black racist. people. We're racist. We are oldest. They have yeah. racism. They have. They have all. You name it in China. And he was sitting yeah. at a table over there and taking it up his freaking yeah. turkey's butt. Yeah. He's an yeah. idiot. Anyways, Mr. Guffey, um, Mr. Guffey, thank McGuffey. you, Mr. McGuffey. I am sorry. I'm an idiot too. I don't know. I'm not a president. <laughs> But Mr. McGuffey, thank you for joining us, James. Bob, thank you right. for joining us very much. I hope you can join my, us again. My pleasure. My thank pleasure. you, sir. Yeah. Take a bow, right. Bob. Peace. He's awesome. Take a bow, Bob. All right. Don uh, she's going to join us. Now. I just get too bobbly. I need your eyes here a second. What do you need my eyes for? I'm trying to find Don's. Good chew his ear off again. Hey, Jim. Hey, Don. 
It's Jim and Jay. How you doing? Good, thanks. Yeah. So, Don, the Democrats have a real quandary in front of them. They they don't want Joe Biden. It's it's clear by the by the latest polling that even the, the hierarchy of the Democratic Party doesn't want him. And um, but they don't want Kamala either. That's right. Hi, Don. I'm going to play a soundbite and get you to comment. This is an interview right. that Kamala Harris did with Andrea Mitchell on MSNBC, and she asked this question. My son, she asked the question. Why do you think the president has such low popularity, favorable ratings, and you have even less favorable ratings? What do you think that is? I will tell you what I see when I'm out on the road. I see people thanking the president. It's not translating. Thanking our administration. I think that what we have to do is focus on what is actually strengthening America and the American people and American families. And when I talk with American families about what they want and what they care about, things like bringing down the cost of health care, bringing down unemployment, doing the work of strengthening and growing America's workforce, including American manufacturing. So she's totally That's oblivious to the question. Nobody likes you, Kamala. Nobody likes Joe Biden. And she just ignores the whole thing. So, yeah, yeah well, you know, they're, well, you know, they're past masters at uh, doing this sort of thing. Uh, Biden uh, does the same thing, but he's not hiding in his bunker and, you know, avoiding the press. So, but, you know, let me let me tell you why I think Biden is the worst president we've had really in my memory. And, and, and my memory goes back to, to Truman, actually. So he assumed office, right, 2021 on yes. false premises. I, I mean, you know, he's hiding in his bunker. Everybody's supposed to be a moderate president. They turned out to be a progressive with his hair aflame, you know, and, 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 and he was determined to undo everything Trump has done in office. It drew from Afghanistan. He left behind Afghanis that supported the U.S. military. Also, you know, a pretty good number of U.S. citizens. And important air base, which was a watchtower on China, very close to China, millions of dollars in military hardware. So he declared war on fossil fuels, right? And uh, the result of that is America is now dependent for its energy on foreign countries, who, who none of whom are, are, are friendly to the United States. They punched holes into an already porous border, and the illegal hordes came and came and came and came, and they're still coming. We just this had- wild. We just had a fight about the fossil fuels. He was trying to make me say different name for it. What was the name for it for a company? But he, what was the first thing that he shut down? Oh, the XL pipeline. Yeah, but it's a fossil fuel. It's all oil. It's an oil pipeline. It's fossil fuel. Yes, it's a you fossil can, fuel. You can bite me in a hat. It's fossil fuel. That was the first thing that he did. What did he, what was the second thing that he did? He restricted drilling on federal land. I'm sorry, Don, go ahead. No, no, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, you know, he did all these things, actually. I, I, I'm not sure what it matters too much, what comes first, second, and third, but, you know, he did all these things, and, um, uh, you know, now he has a record, uh, you know, has a record in office. He's been there for a year and a half, almost two years, and uh, people, uh, you know, he has to, he's no longer able to hide in that bunker. People know what he's done, and do they don't I, like it. Do, does, does he have anything to do with um, 
getting rid of the police, um, all these... Uh, defund the police. Defunding police, uh, Black Lives Matter, um, all this bullshit um, that's going on in schools. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said that. Um, the, the vaccination crap, all that crap. He's got... Yeah. I mean... Yeah, he, he's got his yeah, fingerprints you know, all over it. If you're president of the United States, James... Yes, sir. And you're too cowardly, uh, you know, to say, uh, to say, uh, you know, uh, you, 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 we want to strangle the uh, the energy sector in the United States. Yeah, I want to strangle you know, somebody for sure, but don't take me <laughs> literally. <laughs> so if that's the case, you know, there, there are plenty of ways uh, to get around uh, to get around uh, saying that. You know, uh, you just don't object when certain things happen. And you object when other things happen. So he hasn't. You're right. He hasn't said anything about uh, you know, about anarchists destroying American cities. Hasn't said anything about that. Hasn't said anything about uh, uh, about people. I have a I have a new column about uh, you know the FBI uh, up on Connecticut Commentary. The FBI now wants to now is sending agents actually into. Uh, into uh, uh, Latin masses, uh, Catholic Latin masses, uh, because they believe that uh, that uh, these are the kind of people who are uh, who are uh, you know what these are the kind of white faced uh, uh, demagogues uh, who are making life impossible for Joe Biden. So you know they're Don, doing all this. Don, are you racist? Are you racist? You're racist. Uh, um, come on. We got Kamala, um, who called uh, Biden. Joe Biden a racist. racist and she's his. During the, during she's, the oh, she's now his president. Sorry. He forgets that he's the president, but she's the president. But are you racist? <laughs> Everybody's. When it, Jane, if everybody's a racist, nobody's a racist. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a total, I'm a total racist. Wait, here you go, Jane. Just what you're I'm a total about. racist, and I'm biggest. Listen, and you, all kidding aside, of course, President Harris is a proud. All kidding aside, President Harris. President Harris. But that's yeah. that's even that's even the Democrats' nightmare. Listen to Andrew Mitchell on MSNBC. Dozens of Democratic leaders are saying that. They not only don't think that he's the strongest candidate, you know, considering the larger field okay, that I'm could be possible it. given his age and other defects, but they don't think that you're the right person to be on the ticket. Why do you I, think I'm that? surprised they're saying I that? I think yeah, that it I is know. very important to focus on the needs of the American people and not political chatter out of Washington, D.C. That's not you know, political you know, chatter. She is, she is even bigger bitch than Hillary Clinton. Was. So the Democrats don't want Biden, but they then. can't stand Kamala Harris coming in either. So what's a Democrat yeah. to do? Well, can't, uh, Kamala Harris is the big question mark there. They don't know what she's really. And you know, you know when 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 she um, doesn't know what she really is. <laughs> FDR, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, actually had two vice presidents. Uh, one of them left uh, the administration after after his first or second term, and somebody got to him and said. Well, uh, what do you think of the vice presidential office? And he said, it wasn't worth a warm bucket of Spit. blank. Okay. <laughs> Which I can't, I can't say, but I mean, really. Yes, you can. It's not a warm worth, bucket of 
Shit. Spit is warm bucket of no, piss. No, a shit, a piss, or whatever. I'll <laughs> say it for you. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So you have an office. That office is a good hiding place for people. I you know have political ambitions, uh, but don't want to don't want to you know uh, uh, peel off their own onion skins and show the show the public what they really are. So you know, I mean, if she runs for president. She'll have a chance to lie her way into the office, you know, just like everybody else. Hey. But Andrew Mitchell nails it when she says this. Why do you think the president has such low popularity, favorable ratings, and you have even less favorable ratings? <laughs> what do you think that is? <laughs> Come on, bring him on. Give me the sharks. <laughs> so even, even Andrew Mitchell understands it. On MSNBC of all places, Bob. Well, you know it's what, I, you know what I, I'm sorry, Don. I, that's okay. You know, you know what I want. I want some uh, courageous uh, newspaper uh, woman or man, you know, in Connecticut to get to uh, Dick Blumenthal and ask him the same question. You know? Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know, never happens. <laughs> have you Have you ever seen? Do you ever watch the the six um sixty one in the morning, Connecticut news? No, I, I, I want to go in there. I want to go in there, and I want to go smack them because they're freaking such freaking socialist freaking idiots. I no. want to go smack them. Tell us how you really feel, Jane. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's very frustrating. It really is very frustrating. It's because- not going anywhere. We're not doing anything about it. But if we just keep having the same freaking idiot <coughs> in in a. White House in in both White oh, Houses, all White Houses, uh, the one in um, Hartford. I, I just, uh, I just want to just. What do you do? Well, you know the American. There are plenty of people in the United States who are asking themselves the question: uh, Why doesn't the national press do to uh, Joe Biden what the national press did to Donald Trump? You know, I mean. Uh, well, how we were, come they, how come, yes. Why did they stop being inquisitive about things when uh, you know Trump got out of office and Biden got in office? Because so, people don't you know, like they, to you know, go to meetings anymore because they're busy with everything else. They're busy now. Now in Glastonbury, they're busy with putting another turf on. It's like one second here. No, uh, the press dragged Joe Biden across the finish line and made him president. They're not going to do anything to unmake his presidency. People just don't listen. People just do not pay attention. I'm a little bit encouraged by uh, by the response. uh, You know, at 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 a very basic level to uh, uh, board of education idiots. You know, (laughs) uh, did you just say that? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Oh my God! He just said that. Well, true. People are rising up against uh, political idiocy. You know, I mean, you have these people. You have these people who who uh, actually are supporting doctors uh, who who they want to mutilate uh, young uh, the children. children. Yep. Yeah, and and so. they want to and they want to mutilate them behind their parents' back. They want to do yeah. it without their parents. What? Are, what? Well, Danny, you know, what is parenthood? Uh, what does parenthood Oh, we're not to- parents. Like I said, I am domestic terrorist, and I'm a birthing unit. You need to remember uh, well, that. no, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I know, parents- I know. 
what does parenthood have to do with raising children? You know what I mean? <laughs> this, this is this is the, this is their attitude. This is their mental attitude towards uh, all of these things. They really want parents out of the schools, uh, so they can so they can continue to not educate children. There's a place in, uh, in one of the states uh, now. There's a study just out in one of the states that right. shows. So then that th- shows. Then, then we need to we need to form an army and get our money back out of the school and have them go somewhere else. You go and and preach to somebody else. These are my children, and I will teach them the way I want. Sorry, go ahead. Well, you know, I mean, if if Republicans uh, were were at all courageous and they back, they were to back. Let's say a, a, a money follows the child. Uh, process, you know, so that tax money would be attached to a child and a mother in a family or father in a family or anybody in a family could decide where, how, where and how to spend that money, all of these problems would disappear. They, they would just disappear. But, all Don, the dads but Don, that that is my problem with, with um, Republicans. Republicans, in my book, are wussies. The um, other side, the Democrats, are the bullies, and we're not getting anywhere unless we pull out of that party. And But you're encouraged by people like this is a chain at a school board meeting on critical race theory. Let me play this yeah. for you. Yeah. Why are you teaching our children something that is not true? They don't see the color. They are equal. They are all the same. Why are you trying to teach something and you're going to back, go back and unteach them something? Why? It's, it's yeah. just, it doesn't make sense at all. Also, you were teaching my children about China, how wonderful that country is. You, talk, you wanna talk about racism? You wanna talk about, um, um, you wanna talk about slavery? Go to China, go take a look. There's slavery in China, there's genocide in China. You gonna tell my children about China? That is just ludicrous. I just don't understand what is going on. Would you please look at the history of socialism? I came here from a socialist or communist country, and I can smell whenever there's something going on. So you are teaching our children about um, racism. They don't know anything about it. Go to White House. You have racists right there. Joe Biden is a racist. He called the poor children are just as good as white or as smart as white children. That's racist. He called, um, he said that you cannot go to 9-11 uh, without uh, He said 9-11, it was supposed to be 7-11. Of, uh, Indian accent. Um, he, um, there's your racist. You want to talk about racism, go to White House. His vice president called him racist during, the, during uh, running for the presidency. That's a racist. Okay, why are you teaching our children something that is not true? They don't see the color. They are equal. She actually had the guts to stand up before the school board and say, "Stop teaching critical race theory to our kids." Was that it? Was that in Glastonbury, Jane, or where was it? Yeah, it was in Glastonbury. No, okay. You didn't mention organ harvesting. You know what they do with those (laughs) boys? It's not funny. I'm, I'm. I didn't mean to laugh. No, I know. But Bob, I'm you're, aware. Bob, it's you're encouraged not, by the fact that moms are standing up in these school board meetings? Don, I'm sorry. Don, you're encouraged by that, that moms are speaking out. That encourages you. Yeah, I think at a, 
think at a certain level, you know, people have people are coming to understand that um, they want a representative government and they want school boards to represent their interests and to act always uh, to, to the benefit of the child. I mean, I, this is what I take away from uh, from all these eruptions in uh, in school board uh, in school board meetings. I wish there were a thousand, uh, a couple of thousand uh, Janes, you know, attending school every school board in in Connecticut. I mean, that would that would that would do something. That would change things. Yeah. Well, we don't. We don't have that. We we do have plenty of people that uh, feel that they are affiliated with the Republican Party, but they don't do fart. They don't. They don't do anything. They're affiliated. Right. They don't do anything. They, Don, right. do you think Joe, the, the Democrats will let Joe Biden run again? And if they don't let him run, can they turn Kamala away? That's the question. What do the Democrats do? That's why I wanted to bring you on, so you could kind of explain the quandary they're facing. Well, I, you know, I think it's going to play out, and I think that uh, Democrats have a much bigger megaphone than Republicans do. That's for I think sure. They've been very, they've been very successful in propagandizing uh, the general public because there's very, very little opposition from wide awake uh, uh, people in the media who should be uh, actually uh, questioning them very closely on some of their issues. They and that's the problem. Them. That's that's the problem. You you that's that is the thing. You try to get in my face. I don't care who you are. I don't care how old you are, what color you are. I don't care what you are. Don't get in my face is should be that should be the uh, demeanor. That's right. There's a, you know, I put up a post called Postmodern Progressive Wokest FBI Agents, okay? You want to look at that one because uh, it, it contains a quote from one of my favorite people, Hilaire Belloc. Hilaire Belloc was, uh, talk about school board meetings. Hilaire Belloc was, uh, uh, ran for parliament, all right? And he was not a, J, a John F. Kennedy uh, uh, politician. So he met a woman. Uh, in, in a woman kept harassing him when he was trying to give a speech, kept calling him a papist, you know, which is a which then was a, a bad insult. So, what he did was he pulled uh rosary beads out of his pocket and he said to the woman, Madam, you see these beads? I pray on them every night before I go to bed and every morning when I awake. And if that offends you, I pray God that he spare me the ignominy of representing you in parliament. That's what you need. You need that. There's, yeah. there's, a little, there's a little quote from him. Listen to this quote. It says, this is from him. It says, we sit by and watch the barbarian. We tolerate him in the long stretches of peace. We're not afraid. We're tickled by his irreverence. His comic inversion of our old certitudes and our fixed creed refreshes us. We laugh, but as we laugh, we are watched by large and awful faces from beyond. And on these faces, there are no smiles. Is that pertinent to everything that's going on today? I think so. Sounds like it. And so too. Don, thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to try and take some phone calls now from the audience. 
Don, you're the best. Don, you're the best. As always, you want to give him some applause. Happy Palm. Don, take a What is the ash, ash Palms Day? It's palm, palm Ash, ash Day. Wednesday. Yep. Okay. Take a bow. Okay. Thanks, Don. Um, do you want me to take you to church? No. All I will. Anyway, you're as... Uh, if the Democrats don't like you, you're in trouble. I was going to play that. Dozens of time. Democratic leaders are saying that they not only don't think that he's the strongest candidate, you know, considering the larger field that could be possible given his age and other defects, but they don't think that you're the right person to be on the ticket. Why do you think so? That? What's a Democrat to do, I Jane? I think that it is very important to focus on the needs of the American um, people. You lost me. What, what do you it? mean? In other words, Andrew Mitchell said, you heard what she said on him. Yeah, you're not very much liked. People don't want Joe Biden, but they don't like you They don't either. like you either. So, so are the Democrats going to run for president? Uh, you got it stuck. Okay, I'm like, do they have any people that are going to run? Let's open up the phone lines here. We have both, we have it's both open. lines up. 860-996-0308-996-0308 and 888-2101. I didn't hear of any delegates. 888-2101. Did you hear of any delegates? No. I didn't. Okay. I just think um, it's interesting. We're being led to war, but we don't have a leader who can lead us through war. Or he could lead us away from war. Um, Being led to war with China and led to war with Russia. If there is war, we are all evaporated. You think, they'll, as as um, Bob McGuffey said, they'll use nuclear weapons. Somebody no, will. Nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah. I do. We are all gone. We're all goners. Well, we, then we need a really strong president, don't we? Right now, uh, we have Democrats, one. We, well, we don't have one now. And the one second one in charge clearly can't fill the bill. Uh, the ding dong? The one who gives us a word salad every time they ask her a question. The ding dong. Yeah, exactly. The ding dong, that's what you call her. What else should I call her? He doesn't know where the hell he is. He doesn't know who he is. He trips up the stairs. Yeah, I would say so. I could not share is Neil in the audience who weren't able to share it all today? Nope. Uh, I thought you told me you were sharing. I, I, I don't have, you are in my everything. You, some of those buttheads upstairs just got everything. So the radio advice online site comes in instead of you. Yeah. I'd say so. Wouldn't you? I don't like it. At all. So you have to rate your own. Who the hell is she? Online Facebook page. Who is know. she? How do I know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I know who she is. No, I can't. I, I cannot get out of it. Um, not even on my phone. So you can't share the video? Nope. 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 You heard me. You had us up, though, and you were able to see the comments. I had Bob on, 
if Bob can call. And you are getting on my nerve. Okay. Uh, somehow you got into my account. And I cannot get into my account. So it's your problem. I don't want to go to Radio well, Vice Online. Back down. And we won't back down. We'll always stand for a smaller, laner, less intrusive government. You can stand me up at the- Again, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. Gonna stand my ground, won't be turned around. And I'll keep this world from dragging me down. 
gonna stand my ground And I won't back down Hey, baby There ain't no easy way out Hey, I will stand my ground And I won't back down